Hey there, good evening, everybody. I'm Body Pal with Body Pal Picking, and welcome to the Resellers Not So Late Show. And this is my co-host Gary. How are What's you? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, doing well, doing well. Can't complain. Weather is beautiful today after some rocky storms that we had last night. Uh, got quite a lot of wind and rain, and just all hell breaking loose here. But it is beautiful right now. About seventy-two degrees, a light breeze blowing. And uh, the sun setting in the background, so perfect. The weather was crazy last night, man. I got um, knocked out. The wet, the electricity got knocked out at two different times for me. Mm, mm. Um, crazy, absolutely yeah, we, crazy. We lost power, I think, for about six hours. About six hours. It came, I think, back on at two thirty in the morning, and you can always tell what lights you left on. What lights you, you left on in the morning? <laughs> the clocks are resyncing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're still in relatively new construction area, though, right? We are. We are. Um, although I think I that makes say, a lot of difference in how fast it takes to repair the outage. It does. It does. There's, um, you know, when it comes to it, I think that there's a lot of uh, uh, of good folks down here that work for like uh, Alabama Power, Tallapoosa uh, River Electric and stuff like that. And they really, really get out there and get at it and yeah. know what they're doing. So uh, we had it back up. You know, it was almost unnoticed to me. So. Good deal. We got Ken joining us tonight. Thanks, buddy. SSK promo. Appreciate you hanging out with us. And Tina with the Lake Exchange. Hello from Wisconsin. A warm 57 here. I think that is warm for Wisconsin. I have a buddy <laughs> that used to live in Wisconsin and another one who lived in the UP of Michigan. And so that does sound warm. Actually, There's like no today. way that's considered warm. I prefer 100% <laughs> humidity over 57 degrees any day. I think it's shorts and flip-flop weather, uh, Tina. Am I wrong? <laughs> Are y'all swimming in the in the waters of, Mich of Wisconsin? Oh, man, that's got to be very cold. Very, very cold. Mm. I couldn't do it. What's the coldest climate you've ever been in, Gary? Uh, the coldest I've uh, personally, the lowest temperature I've ever been in was negative two. Um, that was the air temperature that was snow skiing in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And that was on top of the mountain. It, it was cold. That's <laughs> disgusting, man. No, that no. is very cold. Like the funny thing is though, and I've always said this, I said, and you know, I've had people that are from up North and they'll back me up on this. It feels colder down here when it's like 40 degrees than it does up there when it's like 15 degrees because it's so humid down here that it's a wet cold in, in the air. And it basically just feels like it's just all around you, like you're wearing a wet blanket, yeah. you know? And so, you know, I've had people from up North say, you know what, when it's 30, 35 degrees here, it feels so much colder because of how moist the air is uh, mm. versus like somewhere else. Cause I'll, and I'll say when I was in negative two in Colorado, it didn't feel, feel like negative two like when the wind would blow yeah you'd feel it a little bit but just in general you really didn't feel it that much you you almost didn't notice you know and of yeah. course you're snow skiing so i mean you know you're ready to come out of your ski suit you know as well with all the with all the heat you build up in that so i want to go skiing i want to take the family skiing mm. i went snow skiing back when i was in high school i went i think my ninth grade year and my junior year with the church retreat and I had a buttload of fun. It was in West Virginia. Oh, okay. Um, it was man-made snow or whatever you mm -hmm. want, whatever, like machine blown snow. Yeah. And yeah. it was wet snow. I've never had mm -hmm. seen or been in powdery snow, but yeah. that's where I'd like to go snow skiing. Um, one day, I don't know where I'd have to go. Would I have to go West to get that or just farther North? 
I think he'd probably have to go west. I mean, I imagine out west is probably the best. I, I mean, I'll put it this way. The U.S. training facility for the Winter Olympics, and especially skiing, is in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And okay. I'm sure it's there for a reason, you know. There's just so many ski resorts out there between Vail and Breckenridge. And uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the others that just spring to mind. Um, you know, just, just places like that that you can go, um, you know, and have a good time. Yeah. I mean, I... I I actually liked when we went. I didn't care as much for the skiing as much as I did the snowmobiling. I love. Oh, you're gonna say the beer. <laughs> I did like that too. I did like that too. Uh, but yeah, the snowmobiling was a lot of fun. And I said, you know, I told my wife, I said, you know, if I lived here, this is what I would do. I, sure. I, I would have a snowmobile, and this would be my hobby is to do. All this. the families there probably have a, a snowmobile. It's like mm -hmm. a, having a four wheeler down here in the south in the mud. That's right. right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly well, like that. How's your week been, man? Oh, we got yeah, some, we got rescue and resale. Thanks for joining us tonight. What's going on, y'all? Appreciate you. Um, did you find? Did you get any good um picking done this week at all? Have you had a chance? I actually did go do some picking. Um, I've been out uh, a couple of times. I had some errands to run in town, so I figured, why not? You know. Um, and uh, so Gina I went out said, and tried dog sledding. Ooh, yeah. That, I think that would actually be a blast. I would like to do that. I really, really would. Yeah. So, um, we got yeah, Greg so, showing up. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> What's going on, Greg? Great t-shirt auction last night. Oh, I'll I'll talk about that. I'll so talk about that because Gary doesn't even know what you're talking about, but I need to mm -hmm. fill him in on those details. Interesting. Yeah. Tell me, what did you find when you went picking? So, um, just a couple of things, um, you know, found some cool hats, you know, um, one of course was one of my favorite teams, the Miami dolphins, uh, mm. brand new hat. Uh, it's too big for me. I'm not going to wear it. It's not my style either, but these usually sell pretty good. Uh, mosquito? usually about 25, 30 bucks. Yes, it was mosquito. Tell me SWAT. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> mosquito state, the size of a pterodactyl state bird of Alabama. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I found that, um, trying to think what else I found. Uh, I found a pair of hokas. Oh, that's um, nice. so that was cool. Yeah. In good those, condition? Yeah. Pretty good condition. Um, you know, just like the slight, for lack of a better term, almost looks like someone dropped a cigarette ash on the top of them. You know, it almost looks it, kind of, it? in a way it kind of, it's hard to explain. It's almost like a wear spot, but it's on the very, yeah. very top, but I don't think it will detract from uh, the value much. I think people mostly use it for fitness. So it's how much did you end up? How much did you pay for them? Uh, $6. Was that at a Goodwill or somewhere else? It was in Auburn. Yeah. Wow. Goodwill in Auburn. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Their pretty $20 cool. $20 prices have come down a little bit, I guess. I guess so. I guess they're sort of coming somewhat to their senses. Yeah. Um, but Get I did them notice... listed. They'll sell quick, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did yeah. notice, by the way, that uh, when it comes to the Goodwills uh, in our area, is that there's no more display case anymore. Have you noticed no. that? They removed them from ours too in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all gone. Um, it's, it's because I, everything they would put in the display case, mm -hmm. they're putting it on shopwithgoodwill.com, I believe. Which on some of that stuff, though, I wonder how they're actually going to make, you know, profit with shipping and all that stuff. I, I guess. Oh, they charge a buttload of shipping. I guess. I guess that's how they make their way around it. But yeah, mm -hmm. I haven't bought anything from it, but I've put things in my cart and pretended like I was going to check out. Mm -hmm. And like the simplest thing was like. 10 minimum ten dollars in shipping minimum yeah yeah i can't do all like that. everything's getting um everything's getting shipped out priority it maybe i don't know yeah uh, greg says shout out auburn goodwill that's right war <laughs> eagle and war eagle country out there so um so 
what um, Renee, I think it's Renee, was speaking of uh, when she said great T-shirt auction last night. <laughs> I've been telling you, I've been trying, I've been thinking about getting rid of uh, all my men's clothing. Mm -hmm. And um, the first thing that came to mind was to see if I could just liquidate it all to one reseller. And I wasn't able to find anybody to take me up on that opportunity. And so what I did was I met up, I got back with Victoria and Nana and I started asking them for some advice on how I could do an auction to get rid of, say, just starting with the T-shirts first, because mm -hmm. I feel like that would be the easiast thing to start with. And we got twin flippers up in here. Thanks, Jermaine oh, and Tremaine. Nice. Okay, on, yes, it is, Renee. Thank you. I'm trying to remember all these names. There's a bunch of names out here, and I'm not the best with names. Usually, I need a name tag that I can refer to, like at a conference for the first Hi, 10 my names. Name is, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. Um, but uh, so Victoria and Nana were gracious enough to let me um, – come onto their show last night to get rid of my t-shirt uh, pile which was my death pile to be honest with you i had 53 t-shirts in all i just rounded it into 50 mm -hmm. and i ended up putting them in categories of like what they're like i don't know how let's just say outdoorsy brands um tactical brands southern brands um one of the best ones was the uh, pop culture category, um, things okay. like that, right? So I ended up with six different lots of T-shirts. Mm -hmm. At the end of the night, I sold them off for $295. Wow. wow. So it was a really good auction, very successful. Mm -hmm. I think my buy cost on T-shirts is an average of $2 per shirt. Some are three, mm -hmm. some are one, but most are two, right? So right. if I had 50 shirts for average buy cost of two dollars a shirt that's a hundred bucks and Absolutely, i made 295 yeah. total so i made a hundred and nine no 295 yeah. so i made a hundred and ninety five dollars yeah and um really good i was just like just hoping to be able to liquidate and get my money back but it was very successful mm -hmm. very very good thing i'll be honest with you i liked it so much i got some ideas in my head about potentially just buying some t-shirts on, on half price week and making more bundles and maybe we can do something on the show once a month or something like that. It was yeah. pretty successful. Like it. Yeah. Um, next I got to try to get rid of my polo shirts. I got button front shirts and I got pants as well. Um, not quite sure what I'm going to do. What do you think about the idea of trying to in, in the chat? Tell me what y'all think. What about doing like mystery boxes? What if I did like medium size mystery box, and a large size mystery box. And I could just see how many pieces of clothing I could fit in each one. And then just do like, you know, I'm making this up. Let's say large priority flat rate mystery box is $50. And that's with shipping included. And mm -hmm. medium size priority box is $40. And that's with shipping included. I mean, what do you think? Would that, you think that would go over well? I think so. I mean, uh, similar to what we did during the Christmas special, you know, where we gave away uh, all the items that have been picked, but it was sort of in a bundle, you know, that was worth X amount of dollars. I mean, and you didn't necessarily know what was in it. You mm -hmm. knew you had an idea, obviously, that if you, if we're picking it, if we're doing it, then, you know, we know what we're buying. So, yeah, I think it would go over well. I think that went over well. So okay. it was funny when you said mystery box, all I could think uh, back to is the uh, episode of family guy where uh, they were doing a timeshare presentation. And he's like, 
you know, they could get a boat or they could get what was whatever was in the mystery box. And it's like, <laughs> wait a second, a boat is a boat, but the mystery box would be anything. It could even be a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody says mystery box, that's the only thing I think of is that clip from Family Guy. <laughs> I have not seen that um, clip before. Let's see. Renee says, I wanted that last lot bad, but if I got a box of shirts here, Rob would lose it. I have so much inventory. I could understand that. That's one reason why I'm trying to just liquidate a lot of my death pile quickly like that. Greg says, wow, nice. I remember a while back you tried to get rid of some on an IG post. Yes, I did. I had started that way by making a lot and put it on the post, but no one bit, no one at all. Um, did you have any luck with that? No, zero luck, zero luck. It was that graphic T lot. Yeah, the last one. The last one was... And honestly, I didn't hold it off until the end thinking it was going to be the best. But basically, Gary, what it was was 12 T-shirts mm -hmm. that was basically in the category of like pop culture, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Flash, Marvel, mm -hmm. um, some Star Wars, kittens, like kittens with lasers mm -hmm. coming out of their eyes, nice. tie-dye, um, Big Lebowski, Ripple Junction branded T-shirts, just that kind of pop culture-ish type stuff, Zelda, gaming. Um and it went for uh, 80 bucks. So 12, shirt, 12 shirts, 12 t-shirts for 80 bucks. And so that was a very successful um, scenario. Um, Renee said she would have loved to have gotten it, but she has way too much inventory already. Greg thinks the only thing with mystery boxes is people have such different expectations. That's very true. You can't make everybody happy either. Yeah. Stuff you may think is great might not be great to the person. Mystery boxes seem more often than uh, than not have issues. Okay, so well, let's talk through point. this. That could be a fair what point. if what if I was to post a list of the brands that would be in these boxes? Would that make it more successful? Like you won't necessarily get the brand because I don't have one to go in every single box. Mm -hmm. But if I list made a a public list. Of the brands, say we were going to do it on a show one night, right? We we're going to just say, if you want a mystery box of, of a large or, or a medium, here's the cost. Here's the list of brands that we'll find that will that could be in your boxes, meaning it's you're going to know. You're going to mm -hmm. know what to expect in the box. That would probably help it. Yeah. Post a pic on Instagram as part of it. Yeah. Yeah. To lead up to it, kind of like publicizing it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. I will say um, this, that, you know, sometimes you never know until you try. And if it goes over well, then rock on. If not, then, well, you learn, you know? Yeah. So, um, but you never I know until it, you try. That's always the thing. But I, it's, I think what... Um, hey, what's up, KC? Thing, I think it's legit. I think that that's a fair point. So. Hey, we need to make a trip to South Carolina. You got a reason to um, work would make you travel to South Carolina? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm sure you yeah. can come up with them, right? I'm trying to come, come up with one. <laughs> we got lots of people we could visit in South Carolina. Play some golf. Take our clubs with us too. Yeah, I could do that. Why make it a mystery? Why not a reseller lot at a fair price? Well, I don't know how to categorize. The way I'm thinking is I would then have to put the boxes up together up front and then say box one has this in it. Box two has this in it. I still feel like 
kind of feel like it's still a mystery. You don't know exactly what's going to be in your box, but -hmm. you have a better idea as to what to expect, right? Mm -hmm. Thrifty Junker, how are you, ma'am? Thanks for joining us tonight. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Greg says, I really like selling in bulk to other resellers. It allows me to scratch my sourcing itch. Okay. So like you were, you go sourcing with not with the intent to resell yourself, but to help another reseller and offload it onto them, not accumulating a huge death pile and pass it on at good prices to other people. Yeah. I like that. idea too. That's what, that's kind of why I like that t-shirt idea. It would help, um, get it to other people. Sal, what's up, Sal? What's up, come Sal? Come to Oregon. Oh, I wish I had a reason to come to Oregon. You know, Sal, I, a big thank you to Sal and everybody here in the chat. This man, not only does he make a great um, paint job on his tape dispensers, but he backs his product up and up too with great customer service. I had a mistake on my tape dispenser and a part of it broke off. Man sent me a replacement part free of charge. He That's awesome. holds true to his customer service. Thank you, Sal, for doing that. I'm going to get that installed on my tape dispenser, on my Superman tape dispenser, and keep a rocking. I will say, Sal, I actually did use my uh, tape dispenser the other day for the first package I sent out. So uh, I used it. worked fantastically. Uh, I encourage if anybody does not have one of Sal's tape dispensers or you're unaware that they even exist, um, check out his Instagram page. I think he said he had a Facebook page as well about it. Uh, definitely worth the money and definitely worth the cause that a lot of this goes to. So go yeah. check him out if you haven't already. Um, you know, it'll be well worth your time. He started posting a few videos on, it's all on Instagram of his di- the dipping job that he does. And those are oh, just, wait. that's like one of those satisfying videos. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like so fires cool. burning or, you yeah. know, like uh, somebody cutting wood. Yeah. Ev- Evan <laughs> seems to think that he's the real reason why we need to come to South Carolina. I, That's I mean, right. it's hard to argue with. It's, it's hard <laughs> Evan, to argue. Evan with. said he's already got a couch on, uh, made up for us to sleep on, so that we don't have to get a hotel. But it's only one couch. Like, there's two of us. <laughs> you get the floor. I get the couch. <laughs> Is it a recliner? I'll just kick back like that and fall asleep that way. Um, let's see. Greg agrees with Ken. I would say a bulk box would be a better than a mystery. Okay. Okay, I'll take your uh, suggestions into very high consideration as I think about and how this is going to plan, pan out. Um, yeah, we can all play golf. Do they do they do parties of six on the golf course? We have to break up into three or four. Which you'll find out. Um, okay, Casey. No man, I'm. I, I get tacos in there. I get Eating drinking tacos a, and drinking a, a beer. beer. A beer. <laughs> what does he say? I need I need I might need one. Uh check it out. I need one, might check it out. Oh, take dispenser. Yeah, check them out. You're very welcome, Sal. You're very welcome. Um, we'll figure it out. I'm sure we will. Maybe this summer. I'm sure there's a reason why I need to come to South Carolina for work-related reasons and make it an extended stay. Um have you uh I did some traveling recently. Yeah, Where'd you we, go? Went to, we went to Orlando this past mm. weekend. Very, very fun trip to Disney World. Um, it was for my daughter's Nationals Cheer Competition. Oh, okay. they! I thought they performed well. Well, 
it was unfortunately the judges didn't think they performed well and um that's just what you get in nationals right it's like the best of the best of the best i'll say it's such a strict standard isn't it you know it really is everything is, is down to minute details yeah so they ended up coming in 20th out of 38 okay i mean that's that's a good showing though at Not nationals horrible. that's a good showing mm-hmm. so yep and um but the fun part was of course all the rides we want to we went on have you been to disney world before uh, i have uh it's been well i went about i don't know probably about 12 years ago i went to disney world and did all that and then uh this past christmas uh we went to um hollywood studios yeah. disney hollywood studios and we went to universal so uh did you do the hollywood studios part yep magic kingdom hollywood studios and animal kingdom did you get on rise of the resistance did not make it on. Oh, dude. They were doing oh, virtual man. queue only. Yep, that's the only way you can get it. And, and I didn't know to how to sign up for it. And you have to oh, sign up dude. at 7 a.m. or oh. 1 p.m. Dude, you, it, sh- you should have talked to me. I could have guided you through it because uh, we did it. And we got in. And, I mean, I refreshed that page when my clock rolled over at 7 a.m. And we were 66th group that got in golly yes it, it, they say on the page that milliseconds matter jeez louise yeah, I was no, like, yeah. i so didn't I get in. lucky that we did but yeah it, it's it's worth it too i'll say that it is worth it so i did watch the video though because since i didn't get to ride it and i won't be going back for quite mm-hmm. a while um it's a 15 minute video which means the whole experience of that ride yeah from start to finish is 15 minutes it is That's crazy. It, the funny thing is it doesn't, it, well, I'll, I'll say it doesn't seem that long, but it's definitely immersive. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you think about like as close to as you can probably come to doing something related to star Wars, that's gotta be it. Like yeah. I can't think of any other way to simulate it, um, on that scale, uh, with that money and all that, that they put into it. Um, yeah. I mean, the holograms look so real. You would swear it's a real person. Like it, it's to that level. Um, you I know, you, you feel all the, you feel the heat from the fires. You feel the, the cold breeze of, I mean, you feel all that, you know, Yeah. in mm-hmm. addition to, uh, to sort of the, uh, the, the, the visual effects that you see. So, yeah. Um, my rescue resale says my daughter cheered competitive for eight years. Crazy fun, but super nuts. It is so super nuts. I think I still have shoulder damage from rolling her hair. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to do that. She can do her own hair. In fact, I don't think she would let anybody try to do her hair. For her. She's not letting you touch her hair. I know that. <laughs> um, I will admit, though, that I think w- with her competitive cheer, both at um, high school and at the, I guess it's at the local county level. Um it's an arm and a leg. It's an arm and a freaking leg. I'm probably paying a college mm-hmm. tuition every year uh, that she does it. But um, I think it's good for her. I've always thought that some sort of extracurricular activity is necessary for kids, period. Yeah, yeah I, um, I couldn't agree more. And her, her choice was uh, cheer, and I'm invested in it. I want to help mm-hmm. her be the best she can be, and I don't want some a limitation such as money to stop her from being the best she could be in that sport. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that, you know, especially when it comes to, like you say, extracurriculars, organized yeah. sports and things like that, I think they teach so many lessons uh, that aren't even just related to sort of the physical aspect of it. I think you learn things like teamwork, you learn accountability, you learn scheduling, you learn discipline. I mean, all of these things come into play, um, you know, which it's, it's almost a shame to see, you know, uh, organized sports and youth, you know, I hate to use the word monetized. I hate I hate to to think of it that way. You know, there should be a lot more recreational programs available for youth to mm-hmm. where they're inexpensive to do, to where they're easy to access, and where you know you get community that helps volunteer to do it. Just the act of doing something like that, you don't have to win the season. You don't have to prep them to be in the World Series. You just have to be somebody for them. And for a lot of these kids, sometimes that, that is all they have. You know, right. the coach that's coaching them is the role model they have. So it, it's, you know, I think that the, the value of that goes far and above, you know, um, uh, you know, the idea of scholarships or, or, or you're going to play professional one day or, or something like that. I mean, you know, I, I would say that, you know, there's two things that changed my life as, as a youth. And one is professional, uh, not professional sports. <laughs> one is uh, recreational sports and the other was Boy Scouts. Those yeah. two things changed the direction, the trajectory that I was on forever. Um, and uh, so that, yeah. that's that's why I feel so passionate about it. I don't think that um, even if my son, let's say my son was the best at soccer. I don't necessarily think that soccer scholarship for college is something I would want to put all my eggs in a basket. Right. Mm-mm. I I prefer that they get their good grades because they deserve their good grades because they're, they're, you know, they're smart yeah. and they're well-educated. Well, I, also, I also so. feel like that a sports scholarship is not a guaranteed thing. Like you could get it mm-hmm. the first year yeah. and no guarantee. in the following years after that, so. And, of, and of course, everybody's mileage may vary on this, too. So this is a very general, general statement. But I also think that if you are on a sports scholarship, that you have it more difficult when it comes to keeping your grades to stay academically eligible, that the college experience, because if you're not studying, you're practicing yep. or you're you're in the gym or you're doing something to to stay to where you can keep your scholarship more so than keeping grades. Plus, you have to keep grades to keep your scholarship to stay academically eligible. Yep. So catch 22 um, is a catch 22. And I, I, I feel like, you know, th- there are so many parents out there and I saw this whenever uh, travel soccer happened that they, they think that, Oh, well I'm signing up my kid to play, you know, two, $3,000 a season to go play travel soccer. And they're going to play for the U S national team one day or an MLS or in the premier league in England one day. But it's just not the case. And with all that money you're spending, if you were to actually invest that money in a, in a, a ESA program, mm-hmm. you would have the money for college. Yeah. Regardless, <laughs> you know, they're going to college regardless, whether it's scholarship or not, you've got the money there. So it's almost like you're banking on, you're, you're spending money into something that may or may not happen versus right. a guarantee that it will happen. If you put that money there, I I've never been able to understand it, but you know, uh, again, everybody's mileage may vary. That was my experience with it. Um, you know, and, uh, it's just how it is. So yep. how it is. So Renee said that she wiped out her 401 with her cheer for her daughter. And it looks like her son's travel ice hockey. Mm. So those two things together, if they cost equivalently, then I could completely understand why, what kind of money she's spending. 
Because mm-hmm. I'm oh, just yeah, doing sure. cheer with my daughter, and I'm not doing anything with my son yet. He's in Taekwondo, though, so I feel that mm-hmm. it may come eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg, I've heard about cheer, one of the most expensive sports to be involved in. I was talking to one of the dads at the competition <laughs> while we were down there, and I was like, "This, this, there's one group, one group that puts all of this cheer stuff together. This, their name is Varsity. Yeah, and, yeah, they were featured in that Netflix show. Yes, yes, yeah. And we were talking. We're like, we could, we could, if we could create a a, a second group, you know, mm-hmm. take all the flaws that this group has and fix them, and charge half the amount, we'd still come out millionaires. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Fix the flaws, charge half the amount, we'd still come out millionaires. Mm-hmm. I think we could do it. My daughter just started horseback riding, Evan says. I may have a real job now. May have to get a real job. You right, they, dude, don't, they don't you sell buy hay bales a horse? Goodwill. Yep. They don't say they don't sell I've hay bales. Horses are goodwill. really expensive. Yeah. That's not that's not a rabbit. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. not a bunny rabbit. That's not a little kitty cat. That's a that's a big old animal. You gotta have a lot of money to raise that horse. Hey, Sarah, thanks for hanging out with us. Hi, I also raised a competitive cheerleader. She's 19 now. Those days are over. Sigh of relief, I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Chandra. Hey, how are you doing tonight? Hey, thanks for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. Welcome, we appreciate welcome. you. If you got any questions, just let us know what they are in the chat. Uh, Greg agrees with you, Gary, that statements you were saying about hey. the uh, scholarships and stuff like that. Good deal. Um, let's see. Let's jump down real quick. My other daughter was a competitive soccer player. Five years, thousands of dollars later, she lost the heart and it was over. So I got the investment comments from Gary. <laughs> so I get the investment comments. Yep. Yeah. It, Absolutely. I think, again, it's it's kind of hit or miss. And for some people, I think it works. Uh, for some, it may not. Uh, you know. And I think it's I think it's the roll of the dice that you take. You know, everybody makes choices. Yep. And uh, that's that's you know you, you own it. That's all. Just yep. own whatever decision you make. Uh, so, and I'd like to see uh, you know whenever uh, our youngest was playing in uh, travel soccer, uh, he really enjoyed it. I mean, he really did. He he in the same sort of vein did lose uh, interest in it eventually. I think for him, it was more about the fact that it was dominating all of his time, and yeah. he didn't have time for anything else. And so. He lost interest that way. He wanted to be a lot more social with things. And I totally get that too. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, but I enjoyed watching him play, you know, obviously. And when he would score a goal, his eyes would light up and, you know, so it's a cool thing. So it really is. I, I can't, I can't knock it too much. Well, have you made any really cool sales recently? And says say mm. in the past week or two, since we've last had our last show. Oh man, I've been dominating in the last couple of weeks. Not, not necessarily with a huge amount of volume, but um, the things that I've sold. Like, oh yeah, just blown away by some of the things that I saw. So I found. Um, I'm going to pull them up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, which one are you pulling up first? I don't know. I'm just. That. I'm going to oh, okay. your your page first. Okay. Under my. Go ahead and talk. Oh well, I was going to say one thing that you may not see on there uh, that Adam may not pull up is I, I've been selling a bunch of these uh, vintage uh, Matchbox NFL trucks. They're like semi truck trailers with NFL teams on them. Some NFL teams that don't even exist anymore, like the Houston Oilers. I actually sold that one the other day. Um, But they're from uh, 93 and 94, and I had a big batch of them. And uh, so I've actually been selling those uh, like hotcakes. And I acquired them. They were actually uh, 
in my parents' attic, I think it was. You know, oh, we just yeah. sort of bought them and did that. My parents so, cleaned out their attic and I've got nothing left in there to sell. Right, right. <laughs> um, it was really heartbreaking when my mother gave away all of my old Nintendo games. Oh, they oh all, check this out. They all had the boxes too and the manuals and all that. I, I was I, I was crushed when she told oh. me that. So uh yeah, that, that horrible that backpack, uh it, it's a military issue backpack. It is. Um it's uh yeah, specialty defense is the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked it up for 10 bucks at Goodwill. Um, it, it's probably been a while. It's been sitting on there a while, but I always have the saying, everything sells eventually. Yeah. I say that all the time. And um, yeah, I got That's okay. Yeah, I got 130 for it. I got 130 for it. The only nice. downside is I had done free shipping on it just to see if I could if I could move it because again, it sat out there for a while. Yeah. The person that bought it, lo and behold, lives in Alaska. So I had to spend twenty dollars to ship it. Uh, eh, to it was worth it. It's out of your inventory. You made probably a good eighty yes. bucks off of it, right? And that's a and that's a big item out of inventory. You know, a backpack takes up some space. So yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, I am not complaining. Um, you know, I'll I'll tell you what, I'll ship to Alaska all day long if I can make a hundred bucks on it. Yeah, know? that's true. So all day and all night. We got um, another one of these Buffalo match, uh, Buffalo Bills matchbox yep, trucks. Yep, I've been selling those. How many did you well. have of those? Oh, geez. Uh, probably about 15, 16 of them, somewhere around there. Cool. And I think I've sold at least half so far. So Renee says, Is the eBay server down? Just tried to list and got that message. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't I'm tried to list sure. to get a message. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe somebody in the chat may know if they're doing Let's a see. listing currently. Let's do a live test. Sell one like this. <coughs> I've got the mess. I've got no message so far, but then again, I didn't hit list yet. So maybe that's where the message is coming up. Mm. You had another really big sale last week, didn't you? Yeah, sure did. So um, sort of rewind back to maybe there about. Yep. I'd say to you about two years ago, about two years ago. I was about to uh, say, I, was, I can't go that back far, that back, that no, far. No, no, no. Well, that's when I bought it. That's when I bought it. Now, when I sold it was like last week uh, or two weeks ago, somewhere around there, looking at the date on there. Um, so I saw these Oakleys uh, in a case. They were in a, a large case. And I thought there's no way that these have the actual glasses in them. I thought it was just the Oakley case. Right. I was wrong. I was wrong. It was uh, a pair of Oakleys in there. And they were the Oakley Thumps. Now, if anybody remembers these, these were one of those MP3 players that you could actually wear. So, in other words, Oakley was sort of coming up with wearables back in the day. Yeah, they were. You had these these little earbuds, as you can see, that go into your ear. And you can put, I think it was, um, uh, I can't remember the capacity, maybe 256 megabytes of yeah <laughs> of uh storage maybe space 20 songs so you can put some songs on there so you go get your little workout on and you go you go rock it and all that stuff and you could listen to music while you did it so again you know oakley foraying into this for a long time now these are old enough to where they date back you know but you know right in the generations of the first ipods etc now this pattern that you see on there is called like the black tribal iridium or something like that pattern mm-hmm uh, and you it's can almost see it like right here. Tiger stripe, swirly, tribal looking thing. So apparently this pattern is very, very rare. Now, these do not work. If okay. they worked, I probably could have gotten double 
for what I got. Nice. Um, so I sold them for what, what did it say? $145. I think it was $144.99 free shipping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought these for $3 and 99 cents about two years ago from a thrift store in Birmingham, Alabama. And it looks like you took the pictures about three years ago. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I probably did. I probably did. Uncentered. Hey, that was, uh, you know, Sometimes you rush to get things done. Hey, everything you sells. wanted to make that money. That's right. Everything sells eventually. So, uh, yeah. So that was that was sort of my big ticket that I sold that in the backpack. I mean, you that know, so cool, where I, I look at my percentage of sales over this time last year, and it's like, whoa, you know. So that's awesome. Yep. That's of course, it's two really good sales. It's Birkenstock season, so you know uh, everybody's buying those. That's why I put them. Uh, I don't know if I said that in a hot or not. Uh, I think a, a few shows back, but what Birkenstock? Yeah. I mean, just it's always a pickup for me because I I never hang on to them very long, you know. Even if I'm only making twenty five dollars or so, yeah. I mean, I I always sell them. So, uh, but yeah. So life's been good. Life's You've been, been selling a good. lot of Oakleys lately. I have been. Three, oh, is that the same pair? It's not the same pair, is it? No, it's not the same pair. I actually good sold. Deal. Uh, and the ones that you see that were that sold for sixty nine dollars, those were, I mean, the lenses were actually quite you know well Messed used. Up. But because of the frame, you know, it was, uh, I think the half wire is what they were called. Right. Um, those were very desirable. And so because of that, um, you know, they sold pretty quickly. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Good deal. I, um, I, I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, let's see, it was the Friday before I went to Disney. I, um, went to an estate sale mm-hmm. and I found at the estate sale, some very expensive items, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to spend this kind of money on these items. But I found a full stereo set cabinet, like six major pieces of equipment, mm-hmm. the cabinet, the 40 inch floor standing speakers. They wanted $250 for that, mm-hmm. but they also had Blu-ray players, VCRs, um, other electronics. And they also had this cool vintage GI Joe Jeep that was I mean, it was pretty long. It was mm-hmm. more than 20 inches long, but it had the trailer with it, too. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. They wanted 110 just for the Jeep and the trailer. And um, I wasn't going to pay. The people at the estate sale wanted that yeah. much for it. Yeah, I just wow. told them I wasn't going to pay that much. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, what time do y'all close today? And they said, we close around 3. I said, well, I'll come back closer to 3 and see what's still here, right? So mm-hmm. my plan was... I came back. I looked everything up because I took pictures of model numbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, my plan was to go back with a number in mind that I would not go over, but try to negotiate. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's just say it, my plan worked. The number I didn't want to go over was two fifty. Mm-hmm. And they and I, I added all the stuff. I told him all the stuff I was interested in. I went back at two forty five. Told him all the stuff I was interested in. And they added it all up and they were like, well, we would like uh 420, you know, that's the total price, but mm-hmm. it's 25% off day. And they said a number, I think they said 315 or 320 or something like that. And um, I said, um, I'm willing to just take the chance that some of it's still going to be here when you go down to like 50% day or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So I started to turn and walk away and the lady said, well, what were, what number did you have in mind? And I was like, I'll be honest with you. Since you said three fifteen, it was much higher than the my my top cost. So I'm gonna just flat out tell you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay more than two fifty. 
period mm. the end i'm not gonna pay more than 250 yeah and um what the guy looked at the lady and the lady looked at the guy and the and um he like nodded at her and she goes okay sell it to him <laughs> so, so <yeah. laughs> i ended up basically getting all of that equipment for the price of just the stereo equipment mm-hmm. and i've already offloaded three major parts of it like here i was like, going to show you here real quick um i've offloaded the uh Preamp for 145 plus shipping. Nice. Um, in fact, this is the only three, the four items. I've sold four items, and they're the only four items I've taken the time to test and list, and they've all sold within the week. So I sold the preamp for 144.95 plus shipping. I sold this is a Logitech Harmony remote control that I got mm. with the deal for, and I sold it for 30 plus shipping. The amplifier for 100 plus shipping. The turntable for 75 plus shipping. And then the universal remote control for 40 with free shipping. Now that was a sleeper. I honestly didn't even realize there was a that that remote was going to be expensive like that. I didn't even bother looking it up. In fact, when I bought, when I went back and loaded up the equipment, I knew there was a remote control, but I got home and I was like, wait a minute, I can't find the remote control anywhere. So I called him and I said, do you see, is the remote still on the table? Did you sell it by itself to somebody else? Do you know what's going on? Mm -hmm. And luckily they only, they were only within a two miles of um, my house. So Mm -hmm. I drove back there and they said, take a look around. And I found it under one of the display tables wrapped up in one of the tablecloths that was too long for the table. And, um, I was like, I found it. And they were like, okay, good. And they, of course, they didn't charge me any more for it because it was part of the deal originally, right? Right, right. And, um, but man, that was a sleep of 40 bucks for just that remote control all by itself. That's not bad so, at all. Um, another really cool deal that ended up, talk about lemonade, uh, making lemonade out of uh, bad lemons. Um, this game of life game would have been worth 30 bucks. Uh-huh. But I paid three dollars for it, but it was missing some pieces, so I parted it out. And the first sale I made off of it, I'm in the profit already. Nice, nice. I made seven different um, listings out of the parts, mm-hmm. and this one already sold for fourteen dollars free shipping, and so I'm already in the profit. Nice. Um, it sold twice actually. This one canceled though. The first guy who bought it canceled on me. Then it sold again within twenty four hours. <laughs> and check this dinosaur out. This little mm-hmm. eight-inch plush dinosaur, mm-hmm. $40 for an eight-inch plush. Crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Totally crazy. Oh, we got a couple of people up in here that have shown up recently. We got Nikki Loves Snacks. Thanks for coming in, How's it Nikki. Going? Appreciate welcome, welcome. it. Um, uh, the Jeep was cool. She meant to say Jeep. See, she corrected herself. Mm-hmm. The Jeep was cool. The Jeep not keep. Yeah, it was cool. I so I sold the Jeep. The story behind that is, man, I sold the I listed the Jeep and the trailer together on eBay mm-hmm. for $29.95. And the reason why I underpriced it so much was because there was more damage to it than I thought that there was. Yeah. There was marker on it. There was broken bumpers. I couldn't even figure out how to connect the trailer to the Jeep itself. So it's it like a real Jeep then, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it really is. There was a missing windshield. There was um, some burn melting uh, marks across the top of the hood. But um, this guy said, I'll buy the just the trailer for $29.95 if you can make me a better deal on the shipping. So I did, and he bought it. And so I listed the trailer by itself, and I ended up making selling it for $25 plus shipping. So I made almost twice as much as I thought I was originally going to make on that Jeep. 
um, even with all the, uh, you know, marks and, and bad things about it. So mm -hmm. I ended up doing all right with that cell. I got to list the other three parts of the stereo equipment, mm -hmm. but I'm, I have full faith that they're going to sell just as quick as these other three parts. Now I started <laughs> with the more expensive parts first, obviously. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's see, I got a, um, a tuner left, a cassette deck and a CD player left. And then the speakers, the speakers are on Facebook Marketplace if anybody's interested. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, I was going to say, I actually had a quite awesome acquisition as far. I guess you could call it a pick. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm taking it and I'm flipping it. Uh, that's my intention when I bought it. It's definitely the most expensive thing I've ever bought to flip. Um, it'll definitely be the highest profit that I've ever made flipping something. Um, What's that? I bought another Jeep. Did you to flip a Jeep? Flip a Jeep, yeah. Uh, actual, what color is it? It's black. It's black. Okay. It's a 1995 uh, Jeep Wrangler YJ. Um, my buddy, he sold. That's a big it. flip, dude. It is a big flip. It's a. I wouldn't even say it's a big gamble because I, I, the hardest part is not keeping it for myself. Oh, uh, because the price I got it at is insane. And for those in the chat that follow Jeeps or anything like that, if there is anybody out there. Obviously, you know that I'm a Jeep enthusiast, and uh, you know that's uh, part of what my channel, uh, Dixie Overland, on YouTube. If you haven't been out there yet, uh, please go. Uh, like, share, in the description yeah, below. Link is in the description. Um, that the uh, that that this is sort of one of those things where this particular vehicle is especially becoming very hot right now in the collector market of Jeeps. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the first year of the Wrangler. Like, not a lot of people know that. Like, now no. it's not a first year model of it. But it's the first generation of the Wrangler. See, the Wrangler was never called the Wrangler until the YJ came out in 1987. So and the YJ that, stands for? It doesn't really stand for anything. Uh, it's what? just a model designation. Okay. Yeah, it, there's okay. no speculation as to what it actually means. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, the generation after that was called the TJ. And then the next one after that was called the JK. Next one after that is JL. So they, don't, they really just have model designations. They don't have that. <laughs> Now, Flippy says that YJ, real Jeeps have round headlights. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I will say this, that that YJ, uh, anybody want to take a stab at what I paid for it? Anybody take a stab at what I paid for it. it $5,000. It, it's not lifted. It has never been off-roaded. It's in great condition. It's, 95, you said? Yeah, it's a 1995. Again, these are, these are becoming collectible. Uh, it's got all half-doors soft top, etc. all those components that are practically brand new. Anybody want to take a stab at what I paid? No idea. Tina says 4,500. It is um, a four-cylinder flippy. Yes, it is. I wish it was a, I wish it was the inline six. That would have been super. While they're uh, guessing real quick, Nikki Love Snack <laughs> says, I found the plastic Pizza Hut puppets. Oh, of the know. Land Before Time. I think that's what oh, we were okay. talking about before. I so used yeah, to the have dinosaur those. is Land Before Time. I mm -hmm. it's called the chomp. It's called Chomper. I, mm. I know who Littlefoot is, but I don't think this is little. This isn't Littlefoot. I don't. It's Chomper. Mm. I don't think they're the same character. But uh, let's see. They got forty five hundred. You got four thousand. Yay! What's up, Kayla? How are you? What's up, Kayla? How you doing? Thanks for joining us tonight. We got Flippy with eighteen hundred in the guessing game. Mm. Okay, so I say five thousand. What's what's your number? What'd you pay? Eight hundred dollars. 
No way. Paid eight hundred dollars. And there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it has a fuel leak, which I am in the process of fixing. Fix that. Yeah, I'm in the process of fixing it now. Um, I've diagnosed it, and and basically it's just a matter of taking bits off, putting bits on. But that's not an expensive thing. All right, what's um, the flip going to be for? I'm going to ask seven. I think that's relatively good. I mean, yeah, I'm going to ask. Very that. competitive. I'll see where it goes. Yeah, I'll very see where it goes. I've seen some uh, YJ selling on Facebook Marketplace, or at least priced. Uh, in that mark, in that region, and these ones have had stuff done to them. Again, for people who want to buy a older Jeep, they want nothing done to it because they want it to be like it came off the showroom floor, and for it to be almost as stock as possible because that's what makes it a collector thing. Yeah. It's hard to unmodify when you've modified something to the point where you've had to either cut fenders or you've had to uh, you've done significant uh, damage to it underneath or parts are worn out or you swapped axles and all these things it's hard to get it back to that sort of true original uh condition that it had <laughs> so. oh nikki he's heard it several times daily at this point nikki <laughs> daily daily but i i take that as a compliment so thank it you it is you know, I gotta say, I can get voiceover work done. Please let me know because everybody tells me I should do that. Hey, so. Retro Dealer sixty four. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Did I miss anything? <laughs> We're just having some good old conversation. I'm glad you've decided to join us. That's a new name. I don't think I've seen it here before. So I really appreciate you joining us tonight. Um, I must say, okay, everybody in the chat. I know we're talking Jeeps, but. This is Reseller Late Show. I love the fact that Gary has taken his passion for Jeeps and his passion for reselling, and now he's he's kind of merged the two with this. I am very interested in how this pans out. I know, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, you may have to do a little bit of work to get the full potential value that you're looking for, mm -hmm. right? Yep. What do we do to the shoes we pick up at Goodwill every day? Just about to say we gotta clean them. Cleaning up shoes or washing a shirt or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, do a little something. bit of work to make it into the condition worth reselling. And I, I'll, bravo, bravo to you. You got that's a Thank that's you. a next level step in my and, opinion. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you as as a disclaimer to this. Again, a buddy of mine sold me this. I told him, I said, dude, if you put this on Facebook. The way it sits without it running, you'll get four times what you, you're quoting me on the price. And he says, yeah, he says, I just don't want to have to deal with all that. He says, yeah. so if, if, if you want it, then it's yours. And I said, now I'm going to, I'm going to resell it. That's my goal here. And he says, oh, that's cool. I don't care what you do with it afterwards. <laughs> so I said, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm good. So, and this, this, I think, you know, when it comes to flipping for me, I mean, of course I'm still going to do the eBay stuff and all that because it's fun. And I like the little extra money. It, it Nikki said in. my voice ain't shabby. That's okay. You don't have to make me feel any better. I know it's, it's a little so, scruffy from all the talking right now. It's it, right. no, no harm, no foul. But, um, and uh retro dealer said I'm brand new <laughs> mint condition. Okay. He's new to the chat. He's new to the chat. Absolutely. Nice. Mint very condition. cool. Very Cajun cool. resellers up in the house. What's up, Plush King? What's going on, y'all? Been designated the official yep. Plush King, if you didn't know that. <laughs> I did not, but I know now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, I've already got my eye on a couple of more uh, projects that I've seen out there that people have for sale or they don't have for sale. Yeah. But I saw a, I saw a Jeep uh, the other day that was 
it must be at least a 99 model and it was buried under a bunch of pine straw and leaves and all that in somebody's carport. And I'm thinking that Jeep hasn't moved for two years, right. three years, something like that. So if I go knock on their door and I say, Hey, look, I'll take it for 1500 the way it sits and I'll tow it out of your yard. Um, I would know. like you to somehow showcase this on your bit, on your um, channel. I will watch it. One thing I think that it, this is myself included. I'm including myself when I say this, we do a lot of reseller videos that include a lot of thrifting from Goodwills and thrift mm -hmm. stores and Salvation Armies. I want to see that out of the box flip. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, I'm um mystery boxes start to get into that realm, but they're mm -hmm. still kind of from the thrift store, if you will. Like when they're offloading yeah. major pallets of overstock. Oh yeah. Um, retail arbitrage, but in essence, it's the same thought process mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just interested oh, it's exact in the story same of how your story with this jeep mm -hmm. flip uh, pans out you never know this might turn into a regular gig for you i mean take, honestly you take know my, 15 20 25 off the yep. money you make off this yep. jeep put it into another flip right yep that's exactly and you know it's funny because you know looking and you mentioned you know the reselling and how similar it is it's the exact same thing and if you've applied the exact same thanks for coming discipline. out nikki don't yeah, enjoy you, the Cinco de Mayo too much. <laughs> we'll try not to. I haven't had my uh, Mexican beer yet. I need to. Uh, I've got a Dos Equis sitting in the fridge. But I was going to say that there is a there's a discipline that you have in learning how to resell. That, yeah, you do take some of your profit and you invest it in more. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to build and build and build. And that's what I told my wife. I said, you know, I can snag this Jeep for $800, which is a steal if I was just buying it for me to tinker on. Mm -hmm. But if I can take this and I can sell it for what I'm asking for, then that means that I can go buy another Jeep similar to it or whatever and continue to do this. And then before long, we'll be looking at a commercial building to store them in while we're waiting for them to sell because yeah. I don't have enough room here at my house to store them. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a concept that that's actually at this point, the only roadblock that keeps me from going and getting that other one that I saw. I don't have a place to put it. <laughs> and you know what? We all, all resellers run mm -hmm. into an issue with storage inventory. Yeah, that's right. Cajun right. reseller is going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo with eating pizza. Uh -huh. Revenge of the sixth. Oh God. I've never heard of that one. Mm -hmm. I get it though. It's Star Wars reference or anybody who didn't get it. Yeah. And the hangover day. I've had the revenge of the sixth happen to me a couple of times. <laughs> My hubby is Mexican and we're eating Korean. Now that's interesting. <laughs> that's a turn of events on that one. That's hilarious. I did see a thing. It said, uh, you know, uh, happy anniversary to the Battle of Puebla. Uh, yeah. Just so you know what you're all drinking about today. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So that's going to be an awesome flip. I cannot wait to see yeah. that video. I'm editing the video for Disney. It's I've got like hours of footage to try to make a good what sold slash disney vacation video mm -hmm. um i want to try to keep it under 30 minutes though so it's going to be a bunch of snippets but having a lot of fun with it i think everybody's going to enjoy it i really do believe that um oh i wanted to say huge thanks to uh adventures with victoria and nana tink for uh helping me out with the t-shirt um auction that they allowed me to do on their channel last night. And because of that and the support of the viewers and subscribers to their channels, I've hit the 500 mark and I'm now exceeded it. And 
that is a huge milestone that I've been just stretching for for so long. It felt like it was never going to get here, if you know what I mean. It's like you see the number go up and then come down and then go up and then come down and then come up and then come down. And um, so when I, I hit the 500, and so to me, I feel like 1,000 is the next best milestone to shoot for, right? But I've always been one to – want to shoot for the stars what they what do they say shoot for the aim for the moon and if you miss you land among the stars i'm i want to go for 2000 by the end of this year i really just feel like if i shoot for 2000 i'll at least make a thousand i'll be happy right mm-hmm. so absolutely if um if you guys have not subscribed please do so gary's channel is also in the description below don't forget to leave a thumbs up we're gonna uh we got the source report with Josh on flips finds funds coming up at nine o'clock on his channel. And I'm going to see if I can quickly find his link because, um, I want to ask everyone in the chat to go visit them and, and support them because honestly they support me so much. I just want my chat to go support them as well. Uh, Gary, any final thoughts or closing remarks you'd like to share with our chat today about reselling or anything else in that respect? I think, you know, everybody in here probably already has the niche. But if you're tuning in for the first time or if you watch this show at a later time, um, find your niche. Find what you're passionate about selling and doing, um, and it'll come naturally to you. Um the you know the, the idea of flipping jeeps I, you know like i was sort of when i bought that jeep i said to my wife why is it taking me this long to do this yeah. why is it taking me this long and you know knowing it's not even just the money part of it you know the money looks really good trust me the money will look really good especially imagine you sell five six or seven of these right mm-hmm. um i'll make more money doing that than i'll ever have made doing ebay picking for a decade you know, but the thing is, is it's not just that. It's the fact that I can feel so involved in what I'm doing. I I feel more uh, sense of urgency to do uh, mm-hmm. the the repairs that need to be done or the cleanup that needs to be done. I was scrubbing leather seats that have had uh, what I said to my wife. I said it's had 35 years of butts and nuts in these seats. <laughs> I said, and so I've got to clean these and scrub these. And uh, feel, free, and feel free to use that. Wear rubber phrase, gloves when you do it. That's right. But I'll tell you what, it's cleaning up really nice. It's turning into a nice little, nice little rig. So good. Um, you know, I mean, I'm excited about it and I uh, can't wait to share uh, what happens with it. Cajun said he's found his niche. It's plush. Heck I yeah. believe it too. You watch his videos. You'll learn a lot about plush. Mr. Harry tornado. What's up, buddy? Thanks for There's joining a tornado us warning in here. Tornado uh, <laughs> tornado warning. Thanks so much, Josh, for coming out. Um, you did just just make it to the end. We are um, going to ask that the cr- chat makes their way over to Josh at Flips Finds Funds to support them on their channel with the source report. Uh, Josh and uh, his co-host Jimmy Old School Flips and uh, everybody. I'm just so happy that y'all joined us tonight. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up on your way out. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do so. I hope everybody has a good night and uh, stay tuned to the next videos that will be coming out soon. And for those that subscribe to me, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I think it was the butts and nuts comment that probably really drove it over the edge. Uh, But uh, there's more of that on the channel. So uh, stay tuned. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, guys. I hope y'all have a great night.
Have a good one. Take care, y'all.